You know what that sound means. That's right, Friday the 13th. And this episode of Attack of the Killer Podcast, we are doing a commentary to a Friday the 13th film. But which one? Final chapter? N- no. Jason lives? N- no. New beginning? No. We're doing a commentary track to... <sighs> The 2009 remake here on Attack of the Killer Podcast. Attention planet Earth and beyond. Stay tuned for Attack of the Killer Podcast. Attack of the Killer And hello and welcome to another episode of Attack of the Killer Podcast. I am your host, Insane Mike. Well, we can tell how you fucking feel about it. And I'm excited because we're going to be oh. watching, we're doing a commentary, one of our famous commentary episodes, to the 2009 Friday the 13th. I'm excited, it's going to be fun. <laughs> but at least there's boobs. Oh yeah, there's a lot, it's awesome. Uh, before down, boy, we... down, down. Okay. Before we get into the commentary itself, it's time to introduce you to the podcast crew. On every Friday the 13th, he sings, Voorhees a Jolly Good Fellow, John Stalter, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Hi, now. everyone. <clears throat> She's our own finer, final girl. And much like Jeannie in part two, she often pees all over the floor. Terry Turford. <laughs> often. Yeah, I need, I need depends. Depends. <laughs> Speaking of part two, he really likes Jason's sack. And he also likes the bag that Jason Voorhees wears on his head. Jason Bollinger. Yay! Hello, everybody. You guys ready to get into this movie? I guess. I was. It was? <laughs> yep. <clears throat> well, I got a few things to mention first here. Uh, this this commentary track was requested by um, somebody who donates to our Patreon, Derek Johns. And that is, um, that's how you get to request different commentary tracks, is by donating to Patreon. Um, we got different tiers there, one of which is uh, getting to pick a commentary that we do for the show. So if you want to tell us what movies to watch, you can go to patreon.com backslash A-O-T-K-P and don't start donating to Patreon. I also want to take this time and mention that Attack of the Killer podcast is also on the Phantom Podcast Network. And you can go to downrightcreepy.com backslash phantom to check out all the amazing shows on, on the uh, Downright Creepy podcast network or the phantom podcast network excuse me (laughs) anything else we need to discuss before we get into our episode nothing all right cool so anybody following along at home we've got the movie starting at well zero for us anyway um but it's right before the New Line Cinema logo appears. So you'll start on black and um, should go straight into the New Line um, New Line Cinema logo. 
Uh, we'll wait for you to queue it up. They can pause. Oh, that's right. Okay, so <laughs> we're going to start. <laughs> Everybody oh get your fingers on the play button. And we're going to start in three, two, one. I didn't start. Because ah, I <laughs> son of a bitch, you play. didn't say go or anything. Well, right. and usually he he I counts, know. you know, up and then down and sideways and then <laughs> in and out, in and out. On purpose. So, all right, let's start again here. God damn it! I can't <laughs> win with you people. <laughs> you, even when you try to do something right, Mike, you still fail. <laughs> I will say three, two, one, go, and your go is to push the button. Everybody ready? Got everybody in sync again. <laughs> Okay. And three, two, one, go. Uh, you guys gotta make it difficult. <laughs> okay, so there's the New Line Cinema um, and it's red. logo. And it's red. Let's uh, just describe it for uh, the blind people. <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 might be a, that might make the movie better. <laughs> well, here's what I was gonna say. Check out what's next. The Paramount logo. The original owners of the Friday the 13th franchise. And back um, after Part 8, and when Part 8 didn't perform so well, Paramount <clears throat> sold the rights to the, to the, uh, to the, to Jason, um, Jason's mom, Camp Crystal Lake, and I believe the actual Friday the 13th name to New Line Cinema. So this movie is like the first one ever to include, to be produced by, or distributed by, whatever, both companies. So I thought that was interesting. Both uh, New Line and Paramount. And then we'll, um, we just purposely just skipped over that Platinum Dune stuff. So Yeah, <laughs> good call, good call. Starring a person that's never been in another movie. Oh, wait. wait. She's been in other stuff. I honestly don't even remember who's in this. Well, it's got the one... It's got the one dude from... Um, um, Supernatural. Thank you. I was kept wanting to say Superstition. I knew that wasn't is right. That, is that supposed to make it better? I don't, I don't know anything about that show. Jared it's a, Padalecki. It's a good show. He was on Gilmore Girls, too, if you watch that show. Oh, yeah, that was a great show. Yeah. Of course, I've never watched Derek. Gilmore Girls. <laughs> and you got Derek Mears as Jason, who I think is a great Jason and an all-around awesome dude. He's super, hilarious. super nice guy. <laughs> super nice guy. And really funny. He's so funny. I've never like had more than like a two-minute conversation with him, but I got introduced to him a couple, couple years ago. Super, super nice guy. Just massive. Just a beast of a human. <laughs> yeah. Don't hurt me, sir. His Twitter is very funny. If you. Oh, really? It yeah, is, it's yeah. It's really good. If you should follow him. And follow us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do Twitter, Twitter more, mode. but I don't understand. <laughs> so I rewatched this here just uh, yesterday to prepare for this episode, and it and it took me almost the entire movie to figure out um, where I'd seen one of the uh, other lead actresses of this movie. I forget who's who, and I don't remember her actual real name either, but she's uh, but she's on the Flash TV series. She's She plays Caitlin Snow on the Flash TV series, and I'm a huge fan of that. So as soon as I realized it was her, and I'll point her out later, because I don't remember her real name, but 
Um, as soon as I realized it was her, I was like, oh, that's fucking awesome. I didn't remember any of that being... It's been a really long time since I've seen this. Probably since it came out. Same. This movie, if you were to, like, point out what movie it's actually remaking, you can say it's remaking one through three. Yeah. Hmm. Which is kind of an interesting way of doing things. I mean... Yeah, yeah, I'm glad, uh, to be honest, I'm glad it wasn't just a straight remake of part one. Yeah. You know, I'm glad they didn't, like, because I want to see Jason, first of all, and then, like, two, how can you remake part one? I mean, that whole movie's based on, um, who the, you know, who's the killer. Yeah. Everybody knows who it is, so unless they went a completely different direction, which would have pissed me off. Yeah. Um. You know, but so I yeah I thought that little that little thing at the beginning at, during the opening credits is was a nice uh, kind of recap remake of of the first movie. Yeah, <laughs> that guy with the glasses reminds me of Brian. Oh, it is Aww. Brian. <laughs> it's his little chin and everything. Oh, it's a butt chin. <laughs> I wasn't gonna say it. I will. Brian knows he has a butt chin. He stores candy in there. <laughs> but he really does actually kind of remind me of him. He does. Except I can't see him wearing shorts ever. <laughs> <laughs> Have fun in Florida, you schmuck. That's what he gets for not being here. Hey, so Brian and Dustin aren't on tonight. Oh, yeah. Because Brian's a schmuck. Okay, so here's probably my biggest problem with this movie. I remember when, when um, this was coming out, and you know they interviewed the writers, the same guys I believe who wrote Freddy vs. Jason, and they had talked about how they were talking about how they're such big Friday Thirteenth fans, and and they want to give the Friday Thirteenth fans what they want. And then when I saw this movie. The only things that really stood out to me is like the drugs, the the drink, the partying, the drinking, and the premarital sex. And I f- kind of felt insulted by that. I'm like, that's what you think the fans really want of this franchise is is the lowest common denominator of what goes on in this franchise, the the stereotypes of this franchise. So. That's probably my biggest problem, and it is just so forced in here, the sex, the drugs, the the partying. Yeah, the, well, and obviously I am no prude, you know, I like Swedish softcore, but the sex scene in this movie is just too fucking over the top. Oh, it's, yeah, it's, it's just... It's just, like, way too much, and I'm like, really? It's inches away from being, like, triple X. I mean, yeah. I, don't, I don't know the size of the guy or anything, but it, I would say probably inches away from me. <laughs> a few feet away from... Oh. <laughs> Giving him too much credit. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, I mean, I don't mind a sex scene. I mean, it's just, yeah, it's just too ridiculous in this.
I'm just calling that guy Brian for the next yeah, few it's minutes. Totally Brian. <laughs> it's really <laughs> like holy shit, that's Brian. But with not an awesome sweet voice. voice. Yeah, without the yeah sweet bird tone. Voice, his voice can put you to sleep. That's what that's what actually he does when I go visit. He just you know cradles <laughs> me, and sings me lullabies, and I fall asleep Aww. while holding one of his many dogs or cats. Okay, so are these guys? Where are these guys? I missed the setting, the setup. They're looking for weed. They're they're close to the campground, so they're okay around Crystal Lake. It's somewhere, but their whole motivation is that they they've been told there's a huge amount of pot in the woods that they're going to pick and sell. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Again, kind of. Yeah. Kind of annoys me. Well, and so Derek chose this movie because he really likes it, and it may have been spoken about a couple times over the past seven, eight years how Mike feels about this movie, and so (laughs) this was kind of Derek's way to find out what really is in Mike's butt about this movie. <laughs> well, uh, he's gonna find out. Well, yeah. and I'm saying that's probably honestly my biggest thing. I I kind of felt as a fan of this franchise, I kind of felt insulted, thinking that uh, that that is what the Friday fans are about. You know, wanting to see, you know, because it's always the joke. They even joke about it in Jason X. It's like you know. When he, when he's on the when Jason's on the holodeck and you got the two teen girls there, you want to smoke some pot, you want to have premarital sex, you know it's the joke of this franchise and it is so prominent in this movie. It's just like I feel like uh, as as a fan, I was uh, kind of insulted. There's more to this franchise than just teens in the woods having sex smoking dope well they get killed those are the only things in this franchise right no <laughs> well, I'm not saying these movies are Shakespeare by any stretch of the imagination but there's <clears throat> more that goes on in them just, than just those, those things cause you know this happens He's going to go fap in the woods now. Yep. <laughs> He's like, well, I got my spank material. So again, I rewatched... Oh, I, I liked this moment here, too, where you've never heard, like, a contemporary... You know, you never heard, like, an actual popular rock song in a Friday 13th movie. Yeah. That's yeah, true. that's true. Brian and would never so listen. well. Oh, it'd be kind of nice if like this song would like was the score for the whole scene, you know. But it like cuts out right here. Well, that's all they could afford. Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably right. Michael Bay needed the money for explosions in other movies. <laughs> the- oh my God! It's weed. 
So, and another thing I realized that I don't know if this is why this movie originally didn't sit well with me when we saw it in the theaters, but I realized it yesterday, and and I'll tell you this much, um, I enjoyed it way more yesterday than at any other time I've, I've ever watched it, um, and it would probably be the third time I've ever watched it, um. I couldn't even finish it the first time I bought it on DVD and tried to watch it. But, what, ooh, there he is, there's the man. Bye, Brian. Bye, Brian. <laughs> but what Bye, is, Brian, Brian. What is one thing that's consistent in this entire franchise? doesn't matter if... He's wearing a potato sack on his head, if he's wearing a hockey mask, if he's fighting somebody with telekinesis, or if he's in New York, or if he's in space, or if he's a little worm that transfers from body to body. It doesn't matter. There's still one thing that's consistent throughout the entire franchise, and that is the ch 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 And that happens twice in this whole movie. And I, I know that's probably like a dumb thing to be upset about but i get it though yeah like hey this is gonna be really iconic and we're not gonna really use it even in part seven where they were really trying to do something different with the music score it was still like it was so much more like um synth in part seven mm-hmm. but it still had that that classic mancini um like vibe to it, it's some of those key notes, and especially the ch ch ch. Mustard. Old stuff is old. <laughs> old stuff is for old people. Although that piano would have been kind of cool, brand new. Why is there a bike up there? Apparently, the American pickers need to go here. <laughs> you see this rusted sign? This is worth $600. It looks like just a random, like they found a bunch of rusty stuff and threw it. That's probably what they did. <laughs> that would actually make for a good movie. American Pickers show up at Camp Crystal Lake. Oh. <laughs> Jason, how much see, do you how much Or do just you want any horror movie. Yeah. You see this machete here? This has been used to kill a lot of people. I'm going to try to offer the guy $60. <laughs> what? Cut that in half? No, wait. Cut me in half? What? Son of a... <laughs> Splat. <laughs> Or yeah, there, just as a, a scenario for any, yeah, like they just go to some weird abandoned place and. Yeah, there's your next uh, short film, Mike. All right. <laughs> okay. Oh. My teddy bear. I like that. What else has that guy been in? 
He looks familiar. Besides her? Oh. <laughs> oh, <Jesus>. God. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> you set him up, I knock him down. Oh, that was, <laughs> that was good. But yeah, he does look familiar. I don't know what else he's acted in. Um, oh, I, he's on that... Um, oh, God, I can't think of the name of the show. America Ferrera and... What's his name from Kids in the Halls? on like, not Supermarket, but... Superstore? Know, like the, yeah, the people that kind of work like at a Walmart. I think he's, I think he's on that. And that show's actually kind of funny. Yeah, Jason and I saw a commercial for one of the for an episode of that show that like it took me till after the commercial to realize what I just saw, and then I explained it to Jason, and we just thought it was the funniest fucking thing. <clears throat> like a woman, just took you a while. well, because well, it's a quick shot, so it's like a woman waiting in line. She's messing around on her phone, but she's standing she's standing in a line of mannequins. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's definitely him. Yeah, he was in um, As Above, So Below, yeah. wasn't he? Oh, okay. That's probably where he's I been, recognize he's him. He's been around for a while. <coughs> Mark McKinney, that's the guy from Kids in the Hall. Jesus Christ, I can't believe I oh. forgot his name. I love Kids in the Hall. Let's watch, Best let's watch Brain Candy. Oh, I'd love to do that as a commentary. It's like, not really horror, but funny as fuck. Yep. <clears throat> it's a pill that gives worms to ex-girlfriends. <laughs> it was only a couple of flipper babies. <laughs> <laughs> so does it give worms to uh, ex-boyfriends? What don't you understand? <laughs> it's a pill that gives worms to ex-girlfriends. Yeah. <laughs> That's who you'd play in our remake of Frank Candy. <laughs> <laughs> Cancer boy. <laughs> the fucking tent. That's right. <laughs> Bounce caparel. Ooh, weed. He's like, hey, I suddenly forgot weed. about it. Weed. <laughs> weed. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> you said Brian wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't her death pretty fucking horrible? Like, <clears throat> isn't there one that involves, like, a, a fire or something? That's, yeah, that's what's coming up next. Which okay. I did not like, you know. I I thought it was pretty fucking brutal. It's brutal. It'd be great to see in like a Saw movie or a Hostel movie, it, but uh, Jason, Jason doesn't do that. What's Jason? Yeah, I guess that? right. I mean, as a death, it's fucked up. But yeah, I guess it doesn't fit the series. And again, I'm very much old man, get off my lawn, but uh, I don't care. <laughs> That's how I feel about this franchise. I love it. Crispy. 
was, he was also in Silicon Valley. Mm. And Mad Men, of course. Oh. Say so he was in that Drop Dead Diva show, but I'm sure you've all watched that, right? Uh, we oh, DVR'd that shit. <laughs> show ever. our movie Mike and Jason in one movie nice but Mike dies god damn it (laughs) son of a yeah stick your hand in there yeah that's it Uh something in there touch it ew How does he have electricity out there? I mean, does he have a generator? But you'd hear that. You'll you'll see later in the film when he like he flips the switch and gives electricity to the whole camp. Oh, okay. It's yeah. It's been yeah ages. I I thought about rewatching this before tonight, but I'm like I don't want to subject myself to it twice. <laughs> <clears throat> This is pretty, pretty good, I guess. I mean, anytime you have a blade coming out like that, yeah. Oh, yeah, and right there, like, uh, well, Evil Dead, yeah, the remake, and then uh, what's that action? Uh, the raid. I think. Seen that. The more and more I think about it, the more I just I don't like the score in this movie. Like, the way it's used and stuff. Because there's, like, some moments that could be... That's got some pretty good tension to it that I think would be even better if it had some decent score to it. It's just it's just pretty forgettable. I mean, it doesn't... It's not memorable at all. Nobody's going to be reissuing the soundtrack on vinyl anytime soon, that's for sure. <laughs> Ugh. Ouchie. That, so that's, that's not a bad, bad death. Yeah. No, that, was, that was pretty sweet. Cla- that's kind he's of a really... He's, he's so fast. Yeah. Okay, like, I, wa- I want you to know... 
20 how, how many minutes in? 25 minutes in and we now get the title of the movie. <laughs> I want to make a movie where we don't get the title of the movie until about 5 minutes before the end of the movie. <laughs> but yeah, you were saying how like he's fast and stuff. I remember yeah. when the trailer came out and there was some uproar of horror fans, you know, complaining about him running. But go mm. back and watch part 2. He's running like a motherfucker in that movie. Yeah. Now, see, these just... are the people I remember. Oh, like, I, I think I had forgotten that. about that whole beginning part for some reason. Mm. I can't wait for that dude, that guy right there to die. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember liking the uh, the stoners, the black guy and the Asian guy. Mm, yeah, I remember they were kind of kind of funny. I guess the comic relief. No. Travis Van Winkle plays Trent in this movie. And he also plays a character by the name of Trent in Michael Bay's Transformers movie. So is this a shared universe? Hmm. And when can we see Jason fighting Optimus Prime? (laughs) And losing horribly. Who? Who? Jason. What? <laughs> Against Optimus Prime? <clears throat> it's Jason Voorhees. I th- Optimus I, I, kill I think him Optimus him. would, like, just crush him. <laughs> like, Opt- Optimus doesn't kill. Ah! So oh. it have to be Megatron. Megatron would smoke his ass. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> ah. So that girl there, uh, that's the girl that that's um, on the Flash TV series. Mm. Which one? I really saw her. What's that? Burnett. Yeah. God, I can't wait for that guy to die. Just, ah. Uh. Blonde dude? Yeah. Uh, bro. Bruh? What's up, bruh? They look like they're twins. God, the hair is so horrible. It's so flippy. <laughs> flippy. Flippy flappy. Man, such a revolutionary shot there. Going through the car. <laughs> Didn't they do that same shot in the uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake? Only, yep. Only it went through the bullet hole bullet hole wound in the woman's head which that was cool directed by the same guy who directed this movie just saying shocker I'm just a rebel man don't try to run me out of town (laughs) oh that guy yeah he's actually not a bad actor I mean he's been in a lot of stuff Mm -hmm. I forgot he was in this me too You are. <laughs> Except you don't sound anything like a dumb country hick. <laughs> I 
be gone. Goddamn stoners. <laughs> Nobody should listen to Green Day. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I have some of their albums somewhere 20 years ago. Is he dead yet? <laughs> that that kind of looks familiar too and I hope he dies soon as well. Shut up. All right, I'm going to go take a dump in your bathroom and not flush. <laughs> it's definitely one of the problems with letting the opening scene go so far is that it feels like another movie has started. Yeah. Yeah. Like you spent so much time with those first characters. Yeah. Yeah, they could have shortened it up a bit. It's like, here's a whole new movie with all new characters. Maybe they relate, maybe they don't. Probably don't. I think they were just trying to impress fans with a bunch of kills right off the bat. And so they let off with that instead of doing something that would make a little bit more sense and be a better lead in. Well, in that regard, it kind of throws the pacing of the movie off a little bit. Because as you learn through this movie, that it's if you were to pick out one main protagonist, it's going to be the Whitney character. Spoiler alert. You mean they don't all die? I'm not saying... That that guy's sister is still alive or anything. 
But if she were to be, <laughs> she would probably be the main protagonist of this movie. I'm I'm just gonna say that if you're watching this with com- our commentary, you've seen this movie. Because <laughs> you're not gonna be like, you know what? I'm gonna watch a commentary for a movie that I've never seen before. Before the movie, yeah. No one's ever done that, <laughs> right? I don't. Yeah, I don't think I ever have. And you actually Normal. watch commentary tracks, or listen to comment, whatever it is. Fuck Christmas. Okay. He's not wrong. The shirt's not wrong. Yeah. Let's videotape all our stupid shit. Because this is not going to get us into trouble years down the line. Kill him. <sighs> Sadly, he's lasts longer than most you, in this fucking movie. Like, if you don't want your That's friends why. to, tr- to like, drink and be stupid in your parents' or whoever's house, then why even bother? They're just, yeah. they're just painting him as the bad guy. Because he is. He's annoying. Well, Terry, what you say is pretty much what she's going to say here in a minute, and he still doesn't even have an answer. God, I just... He really needs to get punched in the face. He's like every 80s pop-collar douchebag. But in a modern, you know, movie. Like, they don't even like each other. (laughs) Like, I don't... There's no reason for them to be together. And that happens a lot in movies. Like, we just fight all the time. Then why are you still with each other? Yeah. Like, they just put them together we're, because we're hot and he needed to be an asshole and she needed to be, like, the good girl. Yeah. But they don't have any chemistry to make it believable at all that no, they've no been chemistry. in a relationship. Yeah, no like, chemistry. And later on in the movie, like, when she realizes that he's fucking one of the other girls, she's mm-hmm. unfazed by it. Yeah, it's just... Like, oh, that's just him. What a dick. I mean, granted, people are dying and shit's hit the fan, but still. <laughs> Good job, Jimbo. Oh, that guy. Yeah. Who? <laughs> that was really funny. <laughs> That's how you write Dumb. Rob Zombie. isn't that the guy in the um the um 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 uh shit and she lost it Uh, the Call of Cthulhu, like the last Lovecraft. Oh, last Lovecraft. Oh, it's been Isn't so that long. That guy? I don't know. It's been so long since I've seen it. I couldn't tell you. I kind of know what you're talking about. Yeah, boy. <laughs> oh my god. 
Even in that scene, they're talking about smoking weed. Oh, that guy's name was Donnie. Of course your name's Donnie. Yep, I was right. Kyle Davis. Yeah. Those guys look too similar. Yeah. <laughs> it's confusing me. Well, fuck I keep Christmas. forgetting that there are two of them. <laughs> yeah. Well, fuck Christmas got a little bit of Matthew McConaughey action going on there. Yeah, just yeah, give him that mustache. Well, That stupid fucking hair that, like, every teenage boy had ten years ago. <laughs> and this is this is way after the fact, but I just realized the, the girl that got burned uh, in the sleeping bag plays the mother in the Maniac remake. She plays oh. Frank's mom. Oh, really? Oh, wow. I just... I, I, I always forget she's been in other stuff, showing her stuff. But, uh, yeah, um, America Olivo? Olivo? Oh, yeah, I saw that name in the opening credits, because it's yeah. obviously an unusual name. Yeah. Like, who names their kid America? People are weird. Who names your kid Mike? I know. <laughs> More weed talk. She just got a white on. <laughs> That's what girls have, Mike. I said, I'm sure you guys have heard that term before. Because you're a dick. Fuck me for trying to find my sister, you prick. Yeah. God, somebody needs to shove a machete up his ass. <laughs> oh my god, the rage is building. <laughs> I mean, I've hated... Oh, sorry. No, I was just... I mean, there's... It doesn't take a lot to make... You know, single out someone as kind of a douche. Like, you don't need to overdo it like this. Like, just subtle little things here or there, but it's just constantly in your face. Like, annoying. It's just dumb. See, and if you would have asked me like two weeks ago on why I hate this movie, I would have told you that I really hate the characters and they're really annoying. Watching mm-hmm. it again, it's like, oh, it's not it's not all the characters. It's mostly him. It, it, he, he's awful. He like drags everybody else down with him because like, you hate him so much. I know some rich dickbags can be like that, but Jesus Christ, the guy is literally just looking for his sister. And he just... Being a cock every fucking second he gets. Ugh. Fuck Blondie. 
Deborah Harry? She's getting kind of old. I still would turn still her down, would, but yeah. anyway. Hell no. More weed. I can't remember which doctor it is. and Is it the doctor in part 7 or 8? They're both like just unstoppably oh, yeah. the bad guy that just like he, like we get it, you know, you get both of them actually. Yeah, they're both. <laughs> Is that so. a baboon? The only thing what? that saves Well, that's not a baboon. The only say save... <gasps> Ew. It's a magazine. What? <laughs> I really want to make a joke Gross, about Trump dude. right now, but I'm not going to. <laughs> <laughs> the doctor in part seven only gets a little bit of a hall pass because he's also Bernie from Weekend of Bernie's. <laughs> he is, isn't he? Yeah. Gonna... Terry Kaiser. See, like right now, is it a croquet mallet. <laughs> it's silent. If this was any other Friday Thirteenth movie, you'd get some like. Some mood music, yeah. Yeah. Anything. Yeah, I'm gonna kick your well, ass. But with you know, I mean, sometimes silence can be a good tool, but I don't know that they're necessarily using it effectively. That Santa Claus right there worth sixty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> it's beautifully shot. That that bed frame, two hundred. I mean, do they just not score scenes like this anymore nowadays? I never really paid that close attention, I guess, until now with this particular movie. But we would have had music out the ass in in older Friday the 13th movies. Yeah. So, Ah. trying something. You're fucked all. That's not creepy. Sure, and you could say what you want about, like, the schlockiness of those early films. But I go back to part seven... You know what one of my favorite scenes in part seven is? Is when the one when the one ugly girl um, <clears throat> decides she's gonna dress up and be try to be really hot, and then she loses her earring and she's looking for it, and Jason chases her into that shed. There's some really cool shots that's really suspenseful in that shed scene. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and what? Huh? I said bleh. To the point, sorry. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. So there's the there's the second time, the only yeah, other time the... with the cha 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 ha ha ha. And the first time was when we showed the title of the movie. I like how you sped that up when you I did. Thought he, Thanks. I thought his face looked pretty good without the mask. I mean, oh, they yeah. don't show it full on. And I but... like that you never really do. This that's the only moment yeah. you really get. Well, because, you know, you can ruin it if you sh- look at it too much. You know, that's how a yeah. lot of things, as long if you just get a glimpse, it's like, oh, that's I mean, gross looking. <laughs> I mean, with the, the formula of the original movies, you always have that in the climax where Jason loses his mask and you get to see what he really looks like underneath there. You know, that happened in a lot of the films and they don't do that in this. So you just get that, that kind of dark glimpse of him standing there without the sack on. And I I appreciate that. I 
I think Derek Mears, like, I don't know, like, his presence is, uh, he almost seems bigger than other Jasons, maybe? Maybe, oh, I haven't seen all the movies, so, you know, but, um, <laughs> I don't know, he just seems more daunting, like, I don't, scarier, or maybe it's because he's moving faster, it seems, I don't we- know. Like there, there are good, there are good sides and bad sides to moving slow and moving he fast. But probably is taller than a lot of the other guys, like, isn't he? Oh, by far. I mean, he is between, just extremely tall. Between him insane. and Ken, um, I can't remember his last name. The guy who played Jason in part, uh, in um, oh, sorry, boobs. Boobs. Uh, but like, boobs. I think the two tallest guys to ever play Jason is. Um, Derek and and Ken, what's his name from uh, Freddy vs. Jason? He just and, seems like insane. Oh, yeah. Just towers. It's crazy looking. Oh yeah, because I hate because old Kane Hodder. He ain't. He's about as tall as you, Mike. He's yeah. Not he's tall. not a tall dude. Yeah, he's not, he's but really not. Don't fuck with him. That's for sure. He's wider <laughs> than he is tall, and I'm not yeah. saying that in a fat way. I mean like he's got the broadest shoulders that, on any man I've ever seen. That dude will fuck your shit up. My yeah. neck still hurts when he chokes me. Still hurts. <laughs> so does Jason's, yeah. And, and, you know, and they can try to make him look taller with, you know, camera tricks and stuff. But I think that, I don't know. Just the tallest oh, platform is too. Awesome. But between the two tallest Jasons, the performances are so completely different. And that's why right. Derek, I think, rules in this movie because he's... Alive, Jason, you know, yeah. and he can run and move, be more limber and move around. Whereas in like Freddy versus Jason, they're they're playing him pretty much like Frankenstein's monster. Yeah, <laughs> he's been beat up pretty bad for it's a long really time. Really slow and stiff, and it's effective in its own regards. But this Jason is definitely comes off more vicious, biff, menacing. Yeah. I love hearing it's you guys talk about Derek Mears being it's so y'all. huge just because I think, or it's it's weird to me because like <laughs> I feel like everyone uh, I don't know if everyone's so. just used to me or what, but like you'll notice in the picture of Derek Mears and myself, we're the exact same height <laughs> so I, like I think you were standing on your tippy toes. Oh, not even Why whatever you? <laughs> You're on you're on at least five uh, uh, telephone books, I just, or maybe just people. I just well, but I we don't, don't see you coming running anymore. at us with the machete much. So yeah. much, much, <laughs> much being the keyword. <laughs> and Jason's a good shot. All that camp experience. Yeah, I do kind of remember. Not necessarily liking her death because of the boobs, but just because it was just kind of funny. Oh, yeah. With the machete, top of the head lifts up, and then, yeah. Okay, yeah, Her it's her death here that made me think of that scene in Part 7 I was talking about. And how I felt like, you know, say what you want about Part 7, but I think that one moment of the girl in the shed being stalked by Jason, and Jason's looking around for her, was extremely suspenseful where her hiding under the dock here in a moment could have been the same thing because the shot shooting up from the wood at at Jason 
where he's just standing over top of her are fucking awesome. Like, like here in a minute. Yeah, like that stuff there. That's fucking cool. Just right on top of you like that. Like, oh, fuck, you know? But like, like, again, I'm totally going to get away with this. But again, there's no score. This scene, it kind of isn't so bad that there's yeah, no score. Yeah, I think it works in this scene. For this really? scene. I disagree. But I just love how he's always good about movement. fucking with them. <laughs> <laughs> now, getting like, the boobs hey. back in the shop seemed a little forced <laughs> yeah. there. Yeah. But, <laughs> but I, I like awesome. what I've always kind of liked about Jason is, oh, I'm going to be fine, I'm going to be fine. Nope, you're dumb. I, I knew you were there the whole time, you're dead. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he's... It's like he's kind of fucking with him, but not. See, you know, that's that's the thing that always kind of disappointed me about, say, like, part eight. I thought they did a better job of it in, in Jason X, but... When you take Jason out of his environment, like, this is his environment. So he is Mm -hmm. in total control of the situation where he can kind of just fuck with him a little bit, like you were saying, or whatever. You know, he's going to get him, you know. Take him out of his element. I would love to see him, like, not be as so much in control. Like, he is just kind of confused by his surroundings. You get some of that, like I said, in Jason X, but not so much in... um, because even in, like, Manhattan, Manhattan, he still seems to just, like, oh, yeah, this is my other playground. Like He exactly know where, knows where he needs to go to be he knows step what ahead of everybody. To kick. Yeah, don't get me started. <laughs> oh, that place has got to smell. <laughs> Just in general, just uh, I'd be coughing and sneezing. Like that is not good for allergies. Because <laughs> that's what I notice in horror movies. Again, there's no score. I feel like they're using that whenever um, Jason is around. The silence? Yeah. Yeah, that's his new theme music. I get it. And, again, if it wasn't a Friday the 13th movie, I'd probably like the choice, but I don't. Are you just missing the... The... Just all of it. Just like the the slow violins and... See, this is what I was talking about before. Yeah, that's right. So where is he getting that? (laughs) Yeah. Because, I mean, they would have noted... Like, there would be generators. You'd hear generators. Well, if that place is abandoned, surely they would have cut off the electricity to it. Well, and I guess he did... The the one guy said, you know, somebody's been stealing my kerosene. Yeah. 
would you use that for a generator? I don't know. But oh, I don't know. Yeah. I liked that moment where he's tossing the canoes, just kind of showing off his like brute strength. I'm a big bad motherfucker. It's like I know you're out there. I don't know where, but I gotta make dinner. I don't know, but I would run the opposite direction. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wherever he's going, I'm going in the other way. Movie. My friends are all dead. Fuck you guys. I'm out of here. It's a horror movie. They can't run away. How many times are they going to show that Camp Crystal Lake sign? Like, in case you forgot where we're at, here. Here's a reminder. Well, I think they're saying that just to establish, you know, when, you know, when they're kind of leaving. Because that was really the first time that we've been to the the camp in the movie so far. But they've shown that. So, see, I told you, Whitney's still alive. (laughs) Oh, yay. Oh. That is kind of clever how he's got the bells set up. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. He's not a complete uh-huh. monster. I don't know. I still are. I still. I still don't like the idea of the underground tunnels. Is how Jason gets around, stays ahead of everybody. So. Yeah, I get that. I I totally. I've always said, like the reason why people can run through the woods and still not get away from Jason is because. One, he grew up in those woods. He knows them like the back of his hand. He knows where to go to get in front of people. The people that are running are frantic and out of control, and it's dark out. Probably running around in circles. Yeah, they don't know where they're going. They're tripping over shit. They're running into things. Have you been in the woods in the middle of the night? It's dark as fuck. (laughs) And then third, he's huge. Running three steps is one step for him. Yeah. And it's just a movie. <laughs> Carpenter rule. Oh, but it's it's an interesting take. No, it it really is though. I mean, I I do like. I prefer Mike's way of looking at things than the tunnels. <laughs> like life in general, like how I look at things. Not really. <laughs> oh. Looking up. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Lame short joke. <laughs> You're not that much taller than I am. <laughs> I mean, I'm no Jason, but... Yeah, equally <laughs> as tall as Derek Mears, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that guy could still punch through your throat with just his pinky. <laughs> okay. <laughs> But he wouldn't, because he's super nice. Because he's a sweetie. He is super nice. Is that a GPS thingy? Mm-hmm. It's her brother's. It looks like a Nokia. <laughs> An old Nokia, one of the indestructible things. 
I just want one to play Snake. <laughs> that was the best. Can anyone actually do that? I don't know. I think that, I mean, someone has to be able to, or it wouldn't be a thing that they, they do all the time. But I'm I'm just impressed if, if anyone can. But I think you're pretty. Or something. I don't know why he... Why would he keep her? Oh, she looks like she his looks mom. like his mom, yeah. Oh, like that's... The she has the locket on. So it's the whole ending of part two thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Just even worse. <laughs> Without the sweater, yeah. Yeah. Or Amy Steele being awesome. Oh, Amy Steele. Let's talk about her for an hour. She is the best. Did I tell you uh, the story when I met her? Uh-uh. I'm like, I love... I love you in part two, but what we're really going to talk about is how you took Mike, uh, what's his name's on uh, uh, Family Ties. I'm blanking on his name now. Michael J. Fox's character. Michael P. Keaton. Yeah, I'm like, you took his virginity. She's like, holy shit, you remember that episode? (laughs) I'm like, fuck yeah, I do. It's actually signed something like, Michael J. Fox, to the 80s, Michael J. Fox, you know, in parentheses, he's super hot or whatever. But yeah, that's what we talked about. We talked about her being on one episode of Family Ties. That's awesome. She's like, I can't believe you remember that. I'm like, remember it? I just watched it like two weeks ago. Like, I love that episode. She plays like some college student that takes his virginity and then pretty much never calls him again. Yeah, I I think I remember that now, too, because... It was like a year or so ago they put all Family Ties seasons on Netflix and I marathoned through them. Yeah, this was... <clears throat> I was marathoning them... God, this would have been four years ago. Wait, five years ago at this time. Because okay. my goal was to watch every season or every episode before I turned 30. And then I got lazy <laughs> and turned 30 and forgot. But, uh, yeah. Well, I think Netflix fucked up too because I think there's some episodes that are out of order or maybe even well, missing some. They do, they do that. Like, I always check with other websites to make sure that we have all the episodes. Not that it really matters with, you know, shit like that. I mean, yeah. it's just a sitcom, but sometimes because of rights, they can't, they can't get it. But yeah, the Amy Steele episode was, was awesome. If I met her, I would want to talk about April Fool's Day. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm honestly surprised I didn't bring that up, too. I love that movie. <laughs> Oh, I do too. I I absolutely love that movie. Yeah, I had a chance to meet Amy Steele last summer, and I didn't meet her again, which is kind of odd for me. Usually when I like somebody, uh, I'll meet them a couple times. Hmm. (laughs) Like Lisa Wilcox. Yeah. I will meet her every chance I fucking get. She's gorgeous. Oh, and she's so nice. It is ugly. I agree. Take that chair. Aw, I like this guy. Yeah. He's actually the only ki- Well, him and the uh, the other stoner are pretty much the only characters that I don't want to punch in the throat. <laughs> With a machete. 
Look at all these weapons. in the tool shed? Ah, uh, good question. Moment of silence for the sex scene. <laughs> you might as well talk, Terry, because I don't think any of the rest of us are going to talk. Uh, well, that makes it more awkward for me. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a bass tree? That's crazy. <laughs> Poor guy. Must fap. <laughs> That's not Martha Stewart. <laughs> wow, that is... Can't even go to the bathroom to do it, dude. Just gonna. No shit, dude. Go somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, it was piss. <laughs> I don't understand how things work. I'm trying to beat off because I do that when I'm high. Apparently, just use one of the fish, dude. That's no, not big enough. <laughs> it's not big enough. Oh my gosh. Yes, your boyfriend is fucking some other girl right now. Be concerned. I do remember her boobs were nice. Oh, yeah. Which I fully expect in a Friday the 13th, but, like, what the fuck? That dude is vain. You know I can't read. <laughs> I'm trying to fuck here. I mean, I'm not concerned dick. at all that her boyfriend's cheating on her. Like, she probably just knew the entire time and just didn't care because she's dead inside. Because daddy didn't love her. 
She didn't really seem like she liked him much anyway. Yeah, I couldn't figure out why they would date. Oh, hockey stick. Shit, you fucked up now. Dip shit. God damn it, you motherfucker. right now bro <laughs> that is, this is kind of funny goes with your with your hockey mask Say ow. Yeah. <laughs> Just like getting a neck tattoo. You're right. <laughs> Let's all get neck tattoos. The Jason Bollinger is sexy. I like it. I'll pay for it. <laughs> Make it happen. Get it. We all know it couldn't have lasted that long. Yeah, like right now, this this sex scene is getting to be way too much. Really? Oh, I mean... You're like, I'm not done yet! I mean, really? <laughs> <laughs> Great rack, though. First two. Oh, shut up. <laughs> Such a douche. Ugh. Oh, God. Here we go again. Macho man. What do you care? You're just in the bedroom fucking some girl. Huge McBooberton. <laughs> yes, grab the walk. <laughs> I'm gonna cook some food, motherfucker! I'm going for a walk. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I like how he's using it as a shield, because I'm just gonna ignore that joke now. <laughs> I laughed, I laughed, and I'm just gonna move on. <laughs> Let's never speak of it again. <laughs> Pretty good makeshift shield, though. It's a little small. Yeah.
Paul. Paul. Screw you, Polly. Were you quoting part four? Yeah. Okay, good. I thought that's where you were going. I was quoting Legend Has It. (laughs) True. Which was That's okay, nobody's seen it. I know. Thank God. Nope. So much poking in this movie. No. <laughs> He's got the poker. Yeah. Sex. Just gonna ignore. <laughs> Dicks. Do you need to draw, you know, a graph or something? I don't know. Anyway, I'm sorry. Might I might do. He's going for a walk, guys. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Although, Mike's joke earlier about, you know, when I said, well, see Ben, <laughs> that was pretty <laughs> I'm going to be laughing about that one tomorrow. <laughs> like, it was perfect timing. You guys going to box now? He'll punch your head right off. You gotta be careful. I want a Jason movie where they capture him and then they force him to fight mixed martial artists. I like it. Cage man. It, it doesn't even really have to be Jason. Just you know, some sort of you know legendary masked you know murderer. You know. I will say that's pretty badass. Wow. See that see that right there, that seems like more typical Jason. Yeah. Like, oh you're not getting away because I'm good at throwing shit. <laughs> so fun IMDB trivia fact here. Clay and Whitney's last name is Miller. This is a reference to Victor Miller, the creator of Friday thir- for, of the Friday thirteenth series. Nice. Michael Bay walked out of the movie premiere stating the movie featured too much sex and not enough planes flying through the air. He didn't say that. No. Not enough trains. Oh my goodness. Oh. Nice. See, that's pretty brutal. Oh yeah. yeah. Rose. I mean, it it has some decent kills in the movie, but just, oh yeah, that guy is still alive. Like he should have been killed right away. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Yeah, <sighs> I like that shot. Jason standing on the roof. That's pretty badass. He pretty got badass. up there really fast. Well, yeah, he can fucking run. <laughs> he, can, he can jump. He can leap. 
tall buildings with a single bound. Super Jason. <laughs> no. My dad has a gun. I'm totally going to win this. score guys that means Jason's there I right. <laughs> really is kind of the thing I think it I think that they're they're trying to go for more sus you know like the silence creates suspense except it doesn't in this movie <laughs> yeah I feel like they could have I mean there are ways to do that and I feel like they weren't. <laughs> that's pretty badass. Come on. Yeah, that's awesome. I don't feel that. Yeah, they were fully successful, but ugh, eyeball. I don't remember how she dies. That's kind of a cool shot. How he, very intense looking. Hmm. Linnea did it better. <laughs> <laughs> And topless, so... Screw you, lady, with your shirt on. Oh, well, she was naked long enough, I think. True. That <laughs> doesn't make sense, those words you said. <laughs> <laughs> whoop, whoop! <laughs> <laughs> but see, even the shot of the cop car going through the woods, that definitely appears to be a soundstage, it's <laughs> kind of... They're kind of cool. Like, there are elements of this movie that's not overly horrible. Just nothing adds up to being, a, at least in my opinion, a, a good or great movie. What I think at the end of the day, more than anything else for me, is that this movie's just rather blah. Forgettable. Yeah. Bland. There's, not, Some... there's nothing that makes it stand out amongst the franchise. <clears throat> um, and... Not saying that all Friday Thirteenth movies have to have like something that makes it stand out from the franchise, but when it's been this long they kind of and they're trying to reinvigorate the franchise and try to and do do this remake, you're kind of anticipating expecting something fresh and new. Now that's fucking cool. Yeah. Well, and I mean the movies in a way, ha- each one has something that helps define them. Yeah. I mean, they really do. And this one, just, all you can say is, asshole doesn't die soon enough. <laughs> like, I really I really don't know what else to say. But he can't. That's, like... Good for you. You shot some shoes, you dumbass. Oh, and my gosh. the girl you're boning. Just waste all your bullets, dumb shit. Yeah. You're a great hunter. Your dad would be real proud of you. <laughs> He's like, this is okay. I got more ammo. This is Trump country. 
How does he know that he didn't kill her? Well, see, that's what I don't know. I mean, like, I can't really tell. I think it was kind of a, like, panic moment, and he's like, well, I don't know if I did it or not, but I'm just going to blame it on that guy, because he's (laughs) a killer on the loose. I probably would, too, if I wasn't sure. Now, this next thing is 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 a great Jason move here. Just throw a dead body at him. <laughs> yeah, and, and oh douchebag screams like a girl. It's nice. Uh-huh. Screams like every tough guy ever in a horror movie that turns out to be a giant. Uh-oh. <laughs> Fuck are you, gun? <laughs> That's the quote from this movie. That's the t-shirt line. I would wear that on a t-shirt. <laughs> John has a t-shirt addiction, so... It's... <laughs> I have a movie addiction, a t-shirt addiction... And a movie t-shirt. Record addiction. You have a what addiction? Record. Do you have a Jane's addiction? Yes. <sighs> I love Perry Farrell. And Terry Farrell. Uh-oh. No, nothing. No, nothing. Nothing cool. Okay, don't go near that truck, dude. Don't or do. do it. Actually, yeah, wait, yes, do it. We want to. <laughs> <laughs> Run fucking head first into that thing. <laughs> I have a flashlight, so, so you be cool, dude. He's <laughs> like, screw this. I'm too old for this shit. Bye-bye. Goddamn kids in there. Yay! goodness. Hooray! Oscar-winning performance. Finally dead. See, that's a cool shot. I love the the fog coming over the the creek there and the bridge. But... uh, A lot of cool shots, guys. uh, You can have a lot of cool shots. Still doesn't mean it's going to be a good movie. Oh yeah, this is the the house with the mom skull. Mom skull. Mom skull. Mom skull. Mom skull. <laughs> this is the house with the uh, the sixty dollar bike in the corner there and the uh, two hundred dollar headboard. Sorry. <laughs> Keep doing that American Pickers thing. <laughs> But that's all I can think when I go through this house. Oh, you see that fan back there? You know, that has like the four wires blocking the blades? Yeah, that that wasn't dangerous. Oh, she's under the house. Okay, here's something that also occurred to me rewatching this. So, <clears throat> when the stoner 
when the stoner black guy was outside screaming, he wouldn't, our hero here wouldn't let anybody go outside to check on him because he said it was a trap. They don't know who's screaming in this creepy ass house right now, but they're going to so go I find would... out. Yeah. Oh, it's my brother's ass. I mean, my brother. Oh, no. <laughs> well, I think he's more concerned about finding his sister than much of anything else, so. I'd be like, oh, Jason has my sister? Keep her. Like, I'll, I'll send him money each <laughs> month to hold on to her. Like here, here's here's the food bill, the electric bill. Just oh, just hold gosh. on to it. Hey, it's cool. She's not listening. <laughs> we'll She'll tell never her. Listen. Oh fuck! I'll tell, I'll call her up right now. <laughs> we'll patch her into this call. And sorry, sorry, sister. Pretty sweet tunnels. Wonder what those were there for. Like, what... Plot devices? Well, okay, but... <laughs> but really, that's... I mean, I bet you that's the only reason why they're here. They are ne- They had no idea why they put them there, just to get them around. Because, I mean, at a camp, there's really... is, For the most well, part, no reason to have these tunnels. But this is under the house... Yeah, true. Which is, like, next uh, to the camp. Underground Railroad? I don't know. Could be. Uh, I'm totally not going to cut off your hand. I should have brought this up at the beginning, because it would have been fun to try to figure it out. But on IMDb, under the trivia, it says, Although it's only been regarded as a remake of Friday the 13th, it also combines story elements from Friday the 13th Part 2, Friday 13th Part 3, along with several references to Friday 13th A New Beginning, Jason Lives, uh, Friday 13th, uh, well, Jason Lives, Friday 13th Part 6, and Jason X. What so fucking just, references? Yeah. <laughs> so Jason it's just X. A, it's just an abortion of all those movies? I don't really... Well, but yeah, Jason X, like what? Like, Yeah, that's what I'm dying, you know... I, and you're the expert here, so I don't know. I'm trying to been trying to figure it out. A tall guy with a machete killing people, like the, <laughs> how? Or even part five. I don't. I can't think of any references for part five. Like, there's a couple moments like coming up here that really feel like they're homages to, you know moments from the first first few films but five six and and jason x i don't i don't get it i'm gonna have to watch this again uh take that daniel panabaker that was something i appreciated watching this watching this again taking her out like yeah pretty like you think she's gonna make it right yeah, and this like is you the think moment. She's the final girl. Yeah, and this is the moment when you realize this is this has all been Whitney's story, even though we hadn't seen her for like 25, 30 minutes of the movie. 
in the middle of the movie. It's really Whitney's story. Probably, well, yeah, I guess, I forget that the intro is so long. But yeah, that was definitely a nice surprise. That was a nice little turn change of events there. Like, you thought, you know, she's the innocent girl, she's the sweet girl, she is the formula of a Friday final girl, and then she gets it. That's awesome. See, and you could say, like, part of this movie could also be considered homage to part four because of Mr. Supernatural's um, motivation in this movie of trying to find his sister who was lost in the woods, just like the one guy in part four. And there you go. Mm. The more you know. Dun, dun, dun. Although if I wanted to really get nitpicky, and I don't because I don't get nitpicky with the rest of the franchise, and I should, but like, of all the people to survive that opening scene, just happens to be the guy's sister that he's been hunt that he's hunting for. Yeah, we're just gonna say Carpenter rule on that. I think. <laughs> Say what? Well, Say Carpenter rule on that. Carpenter yeah, rule. Totally. It has to be like what? Well, <laughs> they climb down there and it's the stoner dude. It's like it yeah. And I'm it. I'm trying not to poke too many holes because that'd be hypocritical to be a f- fan of this franchise and poke uh-huh. holes in this movie. <laughs> Everything in this movie is one giant hole. Shit hole. Asshole. <laughs> Sorry. Donut hole. I want some donut holes. (laughs) But those stoners would have loved some donut holes right about now. Well, before they died. Mm. I was raining in part five. Homage. Oh, there's your part five. You're probably not far off because, like, you know, the whole end scene in part five takes place in a barn. And there you go. There's part five. And then that deleted scene where they're in space, that's obviously the... Oh. (laughs) No, he's about to fall on a big corkscrew thing. (laughs) Yeah, which is... That's the second coolest death in Jason X. Frozen. The first. Yep, that's the first. See, that is kind of a part two moment there, coming crashing through the window, like at the end of part two.
Nope, nope, nope. Bye. Got to see your sister. Now, bye. Take that, fuckface. Mommy. <laughs> was it you, John? Or was that <laughs> Zoomy? I know. For a second, second I'm like, like wait. <laughs> I did not just say that. Look, <laughs> <laughs> like, man, this lip sync is really way off. <laughs> Oh man, that was that pretty, that made pretty the cool night mask. better. <laughs> yeah, the mask is great. Yeah. The effects in this movie are pretty fucking awesome. Oh yeah. Ouch. Yeah, that would fucking hurt. Now here comes what I feel is the homage to part three. Everything has to be an homage. Well, come on, tell me that doesn't look like that moment in part three where he gets... No, I guess it is. Like, I, that's what they were going for, but why, why did it have to be? Why oh, why did it have to? to? Yeah, like, For whiny-ass fanboys like me that pick the film apart, unless it's an homage to a previous movie. Yeah. I remember watching this in the theater and I was getting really nervous. I'm like, please don't let Jason go through the wood chipper. She can't do a sequel if you if you just slaughter him like that. Oh, they would find a way. Yeah, the, you know how they would find a way? They'd do a prequel like they did with the Texas Chainsaw remake. Oh my god, that prequel fucking so. Oh, we're just going to scrape his brain some more. and <laughs> He's already special, but now he can't count to five. Oh. Neither can I. <laughs> That's fucking obvious. That's why everything... You always say press play at three. <laughs> That's right. Just call you tripod. That's a different reason. There's a totally different reason for that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that was a good Saturday, guys. So, <laughs> so all these kids are dead. We are we have no connection to them, whatever, whatsoever. But let's and we'll dump our la- our only bit of evidence that it wasn't us that did it into the lake. <laughs> you gotta have the cool floating to the bottom of the lake shots. Oh yeah, they do look cool. Well, again, oh, okay, I'm sorry. Three times they do the cha-cha-cha. I was wrong. There's four. But they never used them effectively, so. No. Ah! Oh, my God, no. So, So every one of these movies has got that ending where, like, the surprise shocking... Oh, he's not really dead yet, or whatever. Right. How do we feel about that one comparative to like the others in the franchise? 
I thought it was it was all right. My only thing is that he had his mask on. Yeah, after we had just seen it on the lake floor. I thought that too, but I wasn't going to say anything. Um, well, I mean, he could have maybe grabbed it in time. Well, he obviously maybe. grabbed it in time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There could have been a lapse of time there. We don't. We're not accounting for. I don't yeah. know, but. <clears throat> So that I mean, was... if, I, if I was going to expect him to jump up, like, I would just, I wouldn't expect him to jump through the dock. So I guess that well, was yeah. an unexpected option. I would have just expected him to, like, grab someone and pull him in or something, you know? That would have made sense. So it's a little bit more jarring, I guess. But they let that douchebag live for way too long in this movie, so. <laughs> 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 that we can all agree on, I think. All right, so final thoughts on 2009's Friday the 13th. Jason? I don't like it. Okay. Terry? I don't, yeah, I don't think it's too bad. What? Huh? I, I mean, I didn't know what you wanted my oh. final thoughts to be. Uh, <laughs> other than... Just wanted to yes. thank Derek again for being a Patreon supporter. Heck yeah. For sure. Thanks, bud. You know, I, I think it's it's pretty... It's it's more... There were definitely a lot of parts of it that I had forgotten, but overall, I don't think it's too bad. I mean, I said in our little short Patreon thing, spoiler alert, I'm giving away all the secrets, that um, <laughs> <laughs> I said it was my least favorite of the ones I've seen, but... I still don't think it's that that bad. As strong as others, n- no, not you know. Yeah. Some things yes, and some things no. But it's just so it's a different horse. Yeah. Or yeah, for animal sure. or whatever thing. Barracuda. <clears throat> yes, sure. <laughs> John, what about you? Stinker. Is it still, still? I, I I still didn't like it. Okay. I just not for me. Sorry. I still think I I like it better than the first time I've watched it for sure. It's it's definitely gotten better with time for me. Um, it's not the worst in the franchise by a long shot. Um, Lies. but I really at the end of the day, it, it's it's nothing. It, it doesn't stand out amongst some of the stronger ones in the in the franchise. So, if maybe douchebag character did a dance like Crispin Glover, then maybe would have <laughs> liked him better. Uh, That's clearly. true. <laughs> yeah, there really wasn't. Well, there was the one lady, one uh, chick that danced a bit, but there wasn't much other dancing, unfortunately. Yeah. A lot of boning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I guess they cut some of the dancing to add more time to that. <laughs> Listen to yourselves. Is that a bad thing? No! Come on! Took <laughs> some people to pound town. <sighs> but, the, but it's such an awkward scene for me. Like, the, like they're talking, like, 
you're stupendous. Like, what the fuck is like, yeah. Am I doing good? Am I doing okay? Am I doing okay? Is this alright? Am I doing okay? You have perfect nipple placement. Like, what the fuck? What? That is not how people... Is he wrong? No. Speak. No, he's not wrong. <laughs> is he wrong? <laughs> but is he wrong? He's not no. wrong. Oh, not wrong. God. Hers oh, were now just it... so... It's just so weird. Hers were the probably the best set in the movie, and because uh, the girl in the beginning had nice big ones as well, but they were obviously they were obviously fake. America, whatever her name, last name, how you pronounce it? Oh yeah, yeah, America. Pledge of Allegiance. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Oh, I'm so glad I don't ever have to watch that movie again. Like, I've thought about buying it on Blu-ray, just, you know, if I see it used, like, eh, maybe I won't mind having it. Yeah, I guess I will. I own it. I bought it right away when it came out on DVD, but I'm a completist, so... Well, yeah. It being my favorite franchise, so... And I get that, I mean... What do I know? I used to own, like, five copies of Mad Men. So that is the end there. The movie is over. Credits are done. Um, do you think we're going to see any more Jason on the big screen? I hope not. Since it has been taking forever to get another one off the ground? All these false I, hopes over the years? I don't see it. Well, I mean, it'll probably happen. They just keep trying to restart, you know, every like six months. And I think it'll be a while. I mean, there's talks again that there's going to be one this year. Which we've heard but, for the past, well, since well, 2009. Same, same with Halloween. I mean, they keep saying, well, we're going to do another one, we're going to do another one. Yeah. And every year, it doesn't happen, and every year I'm relieved. At least we're getting a <laughs> cool I, video game, probably. Yeah, oh, that, yeah, that I'm fucking excited about. That yeah. looks awesome. That game will be sweet. If that ever comes out, that was supposed to be last year, too. <clears throat> But, you know, that that's typical for video games, though, so... Well, and like Dustin <coughs> mentioned on the podcast a while back, they delayed it because they they decided to throw in a single-player element. Yeah. A single-player campaign, which is cool with me. And that and that's where it's like you can't really complain, because whenever there's delays in video games, it's for the right reason, so... Well, and they are really taking the time and care to make this right. Like, well, it's made by people that actually give a shit about well, the series and... Yeah. Well, what I'm happy about is it's going to be in disc format and not a download like originally planned. Yeah. So I'm a physical content type of guy, so... Oh, same. I mean, I'll buy download if I have to, but for something like this, it's like, yeah, I definitely want, want a physical copy. Yeah. <clears throat> and... And I hope they do... I hope they finally get around to making more movies, um... I haven't mined the concepts that they've talked about over the years. There was the found footage idea, which I thought that might be kind of neat. Um, but the one idea that I don't know why they have never... They've thought about sending him into space. They've thought about um, taking him to New York. Um, but they've never had a Friday 13th movie that takes place during the winter. And I'm like, how fucking awesome would that be? I guess the I guess the idea is like who goes to Crystal Lake in the winter, but like who goes to Crystal Lake after there's been thousands of people killed there? So <laughs> they're gonna keep going anyway. Why not make it a winter movie? Just be cool, like Crystal Lake frozen over, seeing that blood splattered against the white snow. 
There's a lot of fun things you could do with with a winter themed Friday Thirteenth movie. But sledding and just yeah, macheted while you're sledding. Oh yeah. So that's it. That is our commentary episode for Friday Thirteenth, two thousand nine. Thanks again to Derek Johns for donating to Patreon and suggesting us to do this commentary, this episode. And you too can also donate to Patreon and suggest a movie for us to do a commentary on. If you go to patreon.com backslash AOTKP, you can see the different tiers that you could donate to uh, to get different, all kinds of different fun, cool stuff. So, so that's that. Uh, thanks everybody for listening, and we will talk to you again soon. Bye bye. Oh no, could this be the end of? What? Wow.